0: is wwtc minneapolis st paul fm 107.5 k298 co minneapolis intelligent radio with srn news i'm bob agnew in washington president biden's job approval rating continues to lag as a 2024 campaign heats up here's white house correspondent greg cluckston
1: According to the Real Clear Politics average of polls, 41% of Americans approve of Joe Biden's job performance, while 54% disapprove. That reflects a series of recent surveys showing low approval ratings fueled by unhappiness over the president's handling of the economy. Recent polls also have shown little enthusiasm for Joe Biden's decision to run for re election. Greg Clugston, Washington.
0: Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch says emergency measures taken during the COVID-19 crisis were perhaps in his words the greatest intrusion on civil liberties in the peacetime history of the country. The 55-year-old conservative justice points to orders closing schools and churches. This is SRN News.
2: AM 1280, The Patriot.
3: Hi, I'm Bill Gaper, and the vocal band will be bringing our "Brighter the Light" concert tour to a city near you.
0: Coming to Eden Prairie Thursday, June 8th at Grace Church. Bill Gaither and the Gaither Vocal Band with Lady Love Smith, Kevin Williams, and Gene McDonald.
3: Tickets are on sale now. Available
4: at gaither.com. That's gaither.com. A premiere production. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half-off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
1: Be advised, Master Pool & Spa is holding a special Memorial Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Be advised, Master Pool & Spa is holding a special Memorial Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot tub and swim spa outlet. Be advised, Master Pool & Spa is holding a special Memorial Day sale. A one-time opportunity to save 40 to 80% at Minnesota's largest hot hot tub and swim spa outlet our factories have demanded we sell 100 hot tubs and swim spas this week huge incentives and rebates only this week we will even remove your old spa for free hot tubs starting at 2999 free delivery free removal of your old spa 394 in louisiana st louis park look for the big blue sign master pool and spa sale ends this sunday 952-253-0665 952-253-0665 952-253-0665
3: I guarantee we'll cancel your time share or you'll pay nothing.
1: Call for your free information kit, 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252.
6: Hard water harms your pipes, causes clothes to fade faster, and your skin to be dry. Protect yourself with a wet technology water softener from Commerce Water. Commerce will give you $400 for your old softener and haul it away. Go to commerce.com, commerce Water. that's
1: commerce.com.
3: From South St. Paul to Southeast Asia and Little Canada to regular-sized Canada, we're where you are. Listen anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
1: The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
4: Good
6: morning. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting from the CIT studios. CIT providing customized technology with individualized smart banking solutions for homeowner associations. Whether it's online banking fast and simple or financing for that special HOA project, you can always turn to and trust CIT. CIT member, FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. And want to begin by saying hey to the man making it happen every week, Trevor Kaye. How are you?
4: Uh, fantastic. This week, how are you, Gene?
6: I'm, I'm good. Are you a regular uh, celebrating person of Taco Tuesday?
4: You know, I celebrate Taco Tuesday every day. So not, I, I will, I won't limit it to a single day of the week. No, any day is Taco Tuesday. Ta- Taco Tuesday is in a person's heart. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly <laughs> <And> you, right.
6: <laughs> okay, well, for other people, uh, not so. I do you know how long that phrase has been around in our uh,
4: uh, vocabulary? Goodness, I have no idea. Nin, 19, 1920s.
6: No, oh no, much later than oh, okay. that.
4: Um, it was uh,
6: something, apparently, there is a, a, a two uh, major taco franchises in the United States. You've got Taco Bell and Taco John., mm-hmm. both are good. And uh, a Taco John franchisee, apparently uh, in Minnesota, came up with the phrase "Taco Tuesday. And what he meant by that was uh, you get two tacos for $0.99 cents back in 1989. So it was called Taco T-W-O-S-T-A-Y, Taco Tuesday. And then, of course, Taco John's patented that trademark in 1989 because uh, they thought, well, that's, uh, that's our phrase. Well, now we have Taco Bell declaring a mission to liberate Taco Tuesday. Taco Bell is asking U.S. regulators to force the Wyoming based Taco John to abandon its long standing claim to the trademark. Spokesperson for Taco Bell said Taco Bell believes Taco Tuesday is critical to everyone's Tuesday. To deprive anyone of saying Taco Tuesday, be it a Taco Bell or anyone who provides tacos to the world is like depriving the world of sunshine itself. The Taco Bell finally reads. <laughs> <laughs>
4: A, uh, I couldn't, uh, have, couldn't have said it any better myself. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's but, inspiring. That's Braveheart level rally cries.
6: But they say the reason why uh, uh, it is, even though it was something that was trademarked by uh, um, Taco John, and it, it was legitimately trademarked, at this point, there are certain things that become so prevalent in our culture, they uh, there's a word for it. It's called uh, generic side. And so if something becomes generic, it becomes, it succumbed to something that everybody knows and understands. So uh, apparently Taco Tuesday is a phrase everybody uses uh, uh, today. Uh, but you know, there are other uh, well-known things that uh, people probably don't, Realize have been generic-sided over the years. Um, When you go to a department store or to the airport and you hop on those stairs that rise up or go down, what's that called?
4: Well, it'd be an escalator.
6: Yes. But the original name was called the inclined elevator. Hmm. Escalator ended up being... The uh, name brand of the person who started uh, making those in mass.
4: I suppose that's so, like uh, what Frisbee and Band-Aid, Kleenex. Those are all same oh, yeah, idea, right?
6: Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A trampoline
4: is oh, another yep,
6: one. Yep. It was originally called the bouncing rig.
4: <laughs> okay, that's not. That's nowhere near as good.
6: <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the other thing with this uh, Taco Tuesday uh, fray. And, uh, I think a lot of it is, uh, a lot about nothing. You know, I think, uh, uh, number one, Taco John has not taken Taco Bell to court over, uh, calling uh, things on a taco Tuesday. Um, and so it, and for everybody to get in the news. Okay. And, and then to, to get, uh, to get noticed. Uh, apparently, I don't know if you knew this, but a couple years ago, in 2019, LeBron James made an unsuccessful attempt to claim Taco Tuesday as a trademark in 2019.
4: But why? <laughs> I didn't know that.
6: I didn't know that either, and I don't know why. But uh, I think it might have been kind of like the. Uh, maybe it's because a trademark only goes so long. I don't know um, what what's going on there. Uh, I remember there was a guy who uh, tried to patent um, something that he realized everybody was using, and there was never a patent on it, and it's called the wheel. But the United States court came and and said, "Uh, no, uh, you're a little bit too late for that
4: one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So,
6: okay. Well, anyway, folks, we've got a great show. We've got a lot of... Great stuff to look at. So let's begin, as we do every week, with property management in the news. Our first story today comes from our, whoops, how was I supposed to know files? It goes to show that Uh, It's just not people living in HOAs that have a hard time with changing rules. This is a story that was broadcast three weeks ago on station WPTV, Channel 5 News, West Palm Beach, Florida, an NBC affiliate. Uh, Trevor, uh, please play the audio.
7: I have a trucking business. It's family owned, just my husband and my father-in-law.
8: Natalia Alonso runs it while her husband and father-in-law do the driving.
7: I keep the trucks in the back of my property along the side of the line. ALONZO
8: SAYS SHE FIRST CAME TO THE ATTENTION OF THE COUNTY FOR HAVING CHICKEN COOPS. ONCE THEY SAW THEIR TWO PARKED TRUCKS, SHE SAYS THINGS ESCALATED.
7: AND THEN AFTER citing ME FOR MY CHICKEN coops, THEY WENT AHEAD AND TOLD ME THAT I ALSO HAD ILLEGAL TRUCKS PARKED IN MY PROPERTY. WHEN I WAS TOLD BY MY REALTOR WHEN I MOVED IN AND BY COUNTY CODE ENFORCEMENT DIRECTORS, that I could have my vehicles back then.
8: Under the current zoning code, residents are allowed one commercial truck to be stored, but it cannot weigh more than 12,500 pounds. The height of the truck can't exceed nine feet and can't be longer than 26 feet in length. Many people, including Natalia, complained at this Board of County commissioners zoning hearing, saying the county needs to do a better job of making the code clear, and that there were elements of the ordinance that were added but they were not made aware of those changes.
0: Before 2019, the code allowed you to, in the AR rural areas, you could have your boats and your RVs on your property. But when that change happened in 2019, it required the urban style of screening and parking of boats and RVs out in the rural areas.
8: Alonzo says there are 17,000 homes in her community. She says many people have recreational vehicles as well as work vehicles on their property. She wonders where all those vehicles are supposed to go. Plus, she says the fines have people living in fear.
7: My thing has been, my case actually has been just postpone and postpone and it just keeps getting dragged and dragged and I don't get a solution and every day I live in fear of not knowing when they're going to start putting those fines on me that could be a thousand dollars a day
8: at the moment the county says it has staff looking at streamlining and simplifying the ordinance the next zoning meeting on this topic is in June in Palm Beach County Todd Wilson WPTV News Channel 5
6: I brought this uh, to our attention to take a look at this week Uh, because like I said it's not just HOAs where people have a hard time when uh, the rules, the laws, the uh, ordinances in a city or municipality as well as an HOA change. And uh, everybody uh, wants to, to uh, blame others. People go into uh, victi- victimhood here. And I want to take a look at this today. Uh, But uh, before we go any further, looking at the clock, I see we need to take a break. So let's do that. Don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280 The Patriot. We'll be back after these messages. AM
0: 1280 The Patriot.
9: It's never too early to consider your goals and refine your vision for retirement. I'm Carol Sullivan, a Thriving Financial professional, and I'm here to help you create a strategy that reflects your priorities. I can help you assess your needs and determine the right next steps for your unique situation. Call 952-484-3110 to get started.
5: Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial. Marketing for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans. Registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management Inc. thriventcom slash disclosures.
3: Everything is expensive right now. Gas, food, you name it. You're spending more, you are making the same or less money. So, what do you do? You rack up credit card debt, that's what you do. It's not your fault, it's the economy. And guess what? If you rack up too much credit card debt like some of us, you can't pay your bills. Then the credit card companies, as nice as they are, start hounding you for money. Then you start your downward spiral. A smart thing for you to do is to call the Zero Debt. They can help you consolidate all your credit card bills into one affordable payment. Millions of people have done it. It works to make you debt-free. Make this free call right now. It costs you nothing to learn more. 800-298-9093. 800-298-9093. 800-298-9093. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093.
9: Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multi-family home exteriors. Visit us on the web at X-T-R-E-M-E or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs.
1: Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway?
8: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
6: You know this uh, story about uh, a Palm Beach uh, Palm Beach County resident outraged by a uh, change in ordinance and they say it's confusing. Uh, they began the the story by saying some residents in Palm Beach County are outraged. But folks, you got to remember some are outraged Most were not. The story went on to say some feel targeted, most did not. Some live in daily fear, but most do not. I would rather say some create drama in their lives, most people do not. And that's what we're going to talk about. But uh, before we do, let me just say hey, welcome back. This is Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan. I broadcast to you each week from the CIT studios. Before we get back to our our topic here in this story, I want to give a shout-out to another great sponsor of our show, and that's Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can always count on Extreme Exteriors to provide you with affordable, quality home exterior solutions backed by expert craftsmanship, an installation to ensure lasting performance. With over 20-plus years of experience, give a call to the company that both HOA boards and association managers trust, Extreme Exteriors. The number to call, 651-237-0745. One more time, that's 651 237 0745. Uh, Before we get back, uh, let's also take a minute to hear from
2: the Community Associations Institute. Here is the CAI Minute. Are you a member of the Community Associations Institute? For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit caionline.org to learn more. The address again is caionline.org. CAI helps community associations board members by providing online resources, in-person training, and hard copy publications written by association management experts. CAI offers community managers professional development, networking opportunities, and a certification program that is established as the industry standard nationwide. Minnesota has its own chapter of the Community Associations Institute to bring resources and tools from community associations around the country right to your home. Visit www.cai-mn.com to learn more and become a member of CAI today. Your community and management company will benefit from your involvement. Join the Community Association's Institute today at cai-mn.com and click on membership. So I brought this story to our attention today because here we
6: have a situation of someone who says, I, I've been living in a county. We've had uh, rules, ordinances on how things ought to be. But uh, they changed and they apparently had changed a few years ago. And uh, someone is saying, "I, I wasn't made aware of them," um, and so they're saying, that, uh, "You know, shouldn't uh, someone ha- do a better job at uh, at uh, letting us know about things?" And uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because this is the same issue we deal with with homeowner associations and people living there, don't we? There will be changes. In the governing documents, there'll be changes in the rules and regulations. Why? Because people on the board uh, and because of uh, feedback that they hear from a number of people in that community are saying, um, I think there's some things that we need to tighten up here. I think there's some things we need to express so we have a better relationship and knowing how to relate to one another as neighbors so you can live in peace. And I think that's all the reason why we have ordinances and the rules that we do. And so I want to bring this story up and say it's always good to remember that phrase, ignorance of the law is no excuse. People like to use the ignorance card whenever they can. Nobody told me about this. Uh, Nobody made me sign anything, uh, so I knew, okay? But the very fact that you are going to be an adult and participating in a community, in society with other people, folks, there are some social constructs. There are a, a, a social agreement, if you will, that we need to have with one another, in the area of uh, driving, you know, if you're an adult and you drive a car, and uh, if there was uh, in a certain area not a uh, speed limit sign to be seen uh, anywhere for a long period of time, you're supposed to know. If you're in a residential in a residential neighborhood, you're not supposed to go faster than 25 miles an hour. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. You'd get a ticket. And so just like driving has responsibility, owning real estate does too. You know, a lot of people don't uh, uh, realize that, you know, whenever you purchase property, every property, not just ones that are in a homeowner's association, all property has governing documents, that you need to abide by. And I'll tell you, most people in purchasing a home don't read uh, their documents. But every single home, every tract of land has with it a declaration and covenants. Covenants are just promises, okay? Promises and what we're going to have. For example, there's a promise that you're going to pay a property tax to the county where that uh, real estate uh, resides. You have a promise, a covenant, that if the city wants to update the easement that they have going through your property for utilities, you got to let them. Okay. So there are social norms, responsibilities we have to be a good neighbor to one another. So here we have a case of someone who said, uh, uh, you know, hey, I didn't know that uh, things had changed, but we have a responsibility to keep up on things ourselves." Now, what happened here is uh, this change took place in 2019, so that's what, about four years ago, and now we're hearing of this story today with this uh, uh, woman and her family that that are uh, upset because uh, she can't keep a chicken coop or chicken coops, plural, and she had uh, several uh, large 18-wheeler cabs that were parked on the property, okay, and the uh, thing of it is, in this part of the, the county, which had been rural uh, for a good number of years, was now changing. There were more people, I mean, into, in, into that area. And so it was not just rural completely. And so they were making changes. And one of those is uh, how big of vehicles can be uh, kept uh, what kind of animals can be uh, kept on the property? And she said, hey, uh, I've done it this way for years and it hasn't been an issue. But the fact of the matter is, you know, most, most people uh, who are a neighbor to someone like this, they're going to be good. They aren't going to necessarily call uh, right away because they don't want to get anybody into trouble. And people will think that, well, uh, they have a right to do this, even though a number of people know that the law has changed and a number of people are kind of bothered by that activity that was taking place. Okay? So just because you push the boundaries of nice neighbors, that doesn't make it right. You have a responsibility as someone who owns real estate to know what is expected of you. I bet you the county had probably sent a number of brochures, possibly letters to everybody in the county stating that uh, ordinances were changing and giving them a heads up. But you know what I think? I think what uh, these people probably did are what most people do. Let's face it. you, You take a look at you pick up your mail that day. And you see a bunch of things, and it says uh, uh, your uh, your county quarterly news newspaper, and you go, eh, just talking about kids' programs and other stuff, nothing important, and you just toss it. And so that's what a lot of people do. I, I can tell you there are a number of people who've been at odds with their association, and I've ended up having to go to court And uh, the homeowner said, I never received anything from the association, from management that you guys were asking me for uh, more money or that I was delinquent. And then you show them copies of the letters. I never received them. Well, no, you probably received them, but you never opened them up because you thought they were just uh, uh, junk mail. And that's what a lot of people do and toss it. But when you do that, You've taken that responsibility, and uh, you you said it doesn't matter uh, what what's going to take place. So, is that what has gone on here? I want to talk about this more, but I can see again we need to take another break. So let's do that. Don't go away. We'll be back with more where you live after these messages.
0: AM 1280, The Patriot.
4: Minnesota Exterior's Commercial partners with associations and management companies for their siding, roofing, and window projects. Minnesota Exterior's Commercial is a family-owned business with combined experience of over 70 years. Their teams provide quality service, expert workmanship, and top-of-the-line products to help restore and maintain multifamily properties. A 100,000-square-foot distribution center ensures the projects will be completed on time with the highest quality products at the most competitive price. Contact MinnesotaExteriors.com.
3: Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018 and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Motomy Die. I got a hold of JTR through Friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it but there were other things that needed addressing. And uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, He stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference.
9: Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs.
5: At CIT, we understand that in life, change is the only constant. For over 100 years, we've helped customers like you gain the financial flexibility you need to adapt to change. Whether you're building your business or your savings, we know that each day presents a new opportunity to turn your potential into financial strength. That's tomorrow thinking. Empowering you to bank like you. Learn more at cit.com. Member FDIC.
8: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
6: Welcome back to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting to you from the CIT studios and also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. We're talking about uh, a person who is upset that uh, in the county where her property resides, things have changed. Uh, There's uh, a change coming in that county because it's not just simply a rural area anymore and with that the ordinances are changing and with that were the fact that she had a, a number of chicken coops and um, she had some big big rig cabs uh, for pull, uh, pulling uh, 18 wheelers uh, for her business up there and uh, the county said we can't let you do that and someone probably finally turned a uh, man and they Went out to take a look and said, "You can't do it," and she was just surprised. And I was just saying that a lot of people uh, don't want to pay attention, don't think they have to be responsible. Uh, I don't need to be a part of politics. I don't need to be a part of my HOA. I don't need to keep up with that. I just want to, I just want to live and go on with my life. But you got to realize uh, you're living in a society. There are certain things that we're going to have in responsibility with one another and ordinances are going to change and a person can't as i mentioned before uh, keep using the uh, ignorance card you know uh, i wasn't i wasn't made aware of this i don't know anything about this uh, but uh, this person went on to and here's a common thing we hear i was told by my real uh, realtor and uh, now folks i know a lot of uh, a lot of realtors are very uh, conscientious people. They're great at serving uh, the public and their clients. But really, are, are you uh, naive to think that uh, all people uh, will be conscientious? Are there a few out there that will give a quick glib answer in order to close the sale and make a commission? or uh, not let you know, uh, you know what what may be going on. It's not necessarily the realtor's, uh, realtor's job. A, a realtor uh, probably should say, and maybe this person did say, hey, look, if you have a concern about what is allowed and not allowed, I'm not the person who's going to be the authority on it. You need to check with the county. You need to check with the municipality. You need to th- Check with the city where the property resides and get your answer, okay? And uh, uh, this, uh, this woman, her name, Ms. Alonzo, she uh, said that she asked the realtor specifically about it, uh, and it was allowed. She said she uh, even talked to a county code enforcement director who said that that was okay. Um, and so it may very well be that uh, the codes had changed, and uh, and she uh, really wasn't digging deep enough like she should. I don't know how long she's lived there. It could be the case, though, that she's been there since before 2019, which in that case, there was the understanding that you could uh, have uh, trucks and you could have uh, animals uh, in, your, in your yard. But things changed. They changed drastically in 2019, and for something that drastic, I got to believe there was at least one or a couple notices that the county put out and mailed out to everybody in the county to be aware of. And like I said, whether you go to every county meeting or not, you still have a responsibility, okay? We have a duty when we own real estate. There is declaration and covenants, and that we have a a covenant that we need to stay current with and uh, obey and respect the real estate laws and ordinances in the area where that property is, okay? And part of this reason why this happens is because people have this idea or notion, I don't need to be a part of politics. I don't need to be a part of my homeowner association. That's just politics. I just want to live and live in peace. But if you want to live in peace, you're going to be living in a society. You're going to be living in a community. Again, you have a responsibility uh, to take part and not just deep six the mail that you get from your HOA, your city, your county, but to read it. It means getting involved in the election of others who will have the authority to create and bind you with new rules and laws. And if you don't care enough to participate in uh, those activities, that's your right as a citizen, but then you deserve to get what you have just allowed to take place. Well, let's uh, turn our attention to another matter. This one uh, I found quite interesting. There is uh, a new, uh, new thing kind of buzzing around the uh, internet now, and it's called digital hoarding. Have you heard of this, Trevor?
4: No. What in the world's that?
6: Yeah. Well, you know, you know what a hoarder is, right?
4: It, yeah. Sure. Yeah. The accumulation to, of just kind of junk oh, and a bunch of collectibles and newspapers and cats. Whatever. Oh gosh. Yeah. Your thing.
6: Yes. Uh, my. <laughs> A a, a prime example that um, my dad, my dad and mom, uh, they were on two ends of that spectrum. My mom was neat. If something wasn't used after a year or two, um, she could just toss it away. My dad had to keep everything. My dad was uh, because my mom and dad came from. Uh, that uh, time around the, the Great Depression, and people didn't have much. So uh, my dad, for example, we lived on Medicine Lake in Plymouth, and if anything washed up on shore that was uh, wood, you know, like from an ice fishing house that that uh, sunk or or whatever, my dad would make sure that I would pull the, the uh, boards apart, take out the nails, and I would pound them straight, and we'd put them in a jar because my dad didn't want to buy Brand new nails. We didn't need to when we were provided all these free nails uh, that would uh, come up from uh, uh, things washing ashore.
4: <laughs> yeah, perfectly good nails right there. Yeah, <laughs> there, there, why, there you why, go. Why bother?
6: And so, what my dad would do is he would he would uh, simply uh, he was a school teacher during uh, during the school year, and then during the summer he called it unemployment. He was also in the Marines as a reserve so he got a billet to go on active duty uh for a couple months and we wouldn't see him be, but he was he was working and providing for the family. So when he would go on active duty for uh 4 to 8 weeks that's when my mom would go get busy and everything that my dad would store my mom would yearly have a garage sale. <laughs> And and sell it. And uh, she took the money and and bought nice things for the home. One of those things was a nice uh, leather uh, reclining chair for my dad when he found out that um, what was used to buy some of that, he had a hard time with that because he had a hard time letting things go. So we understand that with people who are hoarding, but they say that one thing that's happening now is that – people are now uh, becoming a digital hoarder. There was an article published by Norton Antivirus. I think a lot of people have heard of them. And they've stated that everyone on some level has a relationship with clutter. And I think I tend to agree. Uh, Where do you think you are on that spectrum, Trevor,
4: oh, I'm I'm definitely uh, d- I'm definitely digitally hoarding. I mean, I've I've done so many different visual and, and music projects, and I've got all that backed up on hard drives and we have several Google drives. I've got so much junk, Gene. Demo songs that, no one uh, will ever hear, but I'm saving them.
6: Okay, is that all on servers that you are storing yourself, or is that all up in the cloud?
4: A lot of it's on a several terabyte drive that I have. You know at my house, um, and then I've probably mm-hmm. got, I don't know, 50-some G just in cloud storage somewhere.
6: Okay, all right. And so th- that's becoming a real thing here, and I think it, it is uh, for people and how they work, and I think it's becoming uh, it'll become an issue that we'll deal with with uh, HOAs because there's a lot of information that a homeowner association has, needs to keep. Um, there is a relationship that a board of directors has with the management company. One of the things that's becoming um, a bigger and bigger concern when we deal with uh, clients, they want to know uh, what kind of portal and, uh, in, and Internet services are you able to provide uh, homeowners? What kind of storage of information can you have? How easy is it to retrieve? there is a concern here. A number of people say digital hoarding. Is that something that you are aware of in your life? Well, we're going to talk about that more. So don't go away. We'll cover the last segment in just a couple of minutes, but we'll take this break right now. We'll be back after this.
0: AM 1280, The Patriot.
9: It's never too early to consider your goals and refine your vision for retirement. I'm Carol Sullivan, a Thriving Financial professional, and I'm here to help you create a strategy that reflects your priorities. I can help you assess your needs and determine the right next steps for your unique situation. Call 952-484-3110 to get started.
5: Licensed agent producer of and Financial. Marketing for and Financial for Lutherans. Registered representative of Thriving Investment Management Inc. com slash disclosures.
7: Basement issues
4: ruining your home? Standard Water Control Systems, your local basement contractor, has $200 off waterproofing, foundation repair, and egress window projects. $50 off radon mitigation. Cold temperatures don't matter because the Standard Water professionals install all year round. Standard Water has served customers in Minnesota and western Wisconsin for over 45 years. Call Standard Water for all your basement project needs. Schedule online, standardwater.com. That's standardwater.com
2: New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts. Setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond.
8: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
6: Welcome back to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan broadcasting to you from the CIT studios and, of course, brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Uh, digital hoarding, is that something that uh, could, uh, someone could accuse you of? Well, uh, it's becoming a bigger deal, and I kind of believe that it does, and it'll probably have some other consequences uh, to uh, our life. Um, as uh, things go on that's what that's where a lot of people are becoming very cluttered in their life uh, the article I was talking about uh, was uh, from uh, Norton antivirus uh, who uh, helps uh, people uh, save things uh, with uh, by storing things in the cloud uh, they also help with antivirus and uh, helping uh, so that people don't get uh, get involved with uh, having things uh, stolen from them and uh, and corrupted with their files. But it's a big big deal. Uh, This article in the survey that uh, took place found out that adults, the facts today are adults today will on average spend in their lifetime approximately 34 to 44 years staring at a screen. People need to be willing to ask themselves, am I a digital hoarder? The reluctance to get rid of digital data that no longer holds any value to us. Is that something that you do? They also call it e-hoarding or cyber hoarding. Does that sound like you? The more I've been thinking of this, I think this is something that we will need to to all deal with in a very big way over the next few years, especially true and could be significant and how HOAs are run. Digital hoarding was first introduced as a term in 2015. Uh, we'll see if LeBron, uh, LeBron James tries to trademark that <laughs> as he did with uh, taco Tuesday. But, uh, There was a – oh, here's the survey right here, summithosting.com. Have you heard of them, Trevor? No, that doesn't ring a bell. They're uh, one people that provide data storage in the cloud. They did a a survey, and they found, on average, every American has – and this is just on average. So a number of people have a lot more, and people have less. But on average – People have at least 83 bookmarks on their computer. They have seven open tabs in their browser at any given time. Fif- at least 15 unread emails, 13 unused phone apps, 582 save pictures as a whole on average, two unused or broken cell phones in their home, at least... Uh, 20 desktop icons, and they use about 209 gigabytes of cloud storage on average and 654 gigabytes of external storage. And so it says that there are uh, a person, uh, his name is Nick Neve, associate professor in psychology of the hoarding research group at Northumbria University said there are four types of hoarders. He did this study in 2019 to 2020, and he came up with these four types. Uh, See which one you identify with, if any. The first one he called the anxious hoarder. This is someone who has the idea of throwing something away, just stirs up anxiety. They just can't do it. I know I'm going to need it. I know know it's going to be important. What if this information that I have becomes important in the future, and so they keep it, and they try to keep it around. They try to keep it fresh. They have comfort in knowing that they have information at hand. But really, do you have access to it? Is it like papers on a desk? After a while, everything gets buried, and who knows where what is, even though you quote unquote are storing or keeping that information. The second person is the compliant hoarder. This is a person who does something um, very dutifully. Um, they understand every organization has protocols, has structure, and this person is happy to be compliant and digitally hoardy, but they have no emotional attachment like the first uh, first person who is really anxious about it. They keep everything because well, I was told I need to we, it's just something we need to do, and sometimes I think that's what happens with homeowner associations It's amazing to me how uh, we'll get a transfer of one community from another. A professional management company, only to find that these people have information about their association that goes back uh, twenty, twenty-five years. We used to get it in banker boxes with all kinds of information. Now we get the thumb drives and we're supposed to keep store of all of this information. And let's face it, if you go back past seven years, you could probably find that there's probably 25, 30 percent Of those people that don't even live at the association anymore. Let alone anything that they're going to be calling the uh, HOA about. But people find it easy to be compliant. We just, we need to keep everything. Uh, The third type of person is the disengaged order. This person simply doesn't know what to do with all their digital info. They're not organized in their life in the first place. So it's easy to keep something rather than throw it away. So they just see no harm in keeping everything. But again, everything becomes essentially lost because you can't keep it. The fourth person is called the collector. And uh, this might be uh, the, the, the best person of the, of, of the four here with this study. There are some people that are the collector. This is a person who has dedicated, organized place for everything. They are systematic about how they categorize and they have a reason for keeping it. Now folks, there's consequences for having digital clutter. Number one, it's going to slow down your device. It's going to heighten cyber security risks because of the information that is available, what other people can tap into and you've forgotten what you're holding. Uh. Things are going to lower people's productivity, and I can see this. I mean, how many times does uh, someone, because uh, they're in the digital age and they say, I do everything by text messaging, and they say, I've got something I sent to you. Uh, Did you get it? And you say, no, I don't remember receiving it. Well, I have it. And what what are they doing? You're standing in front of them for the next half a minute while they're scrolling with their thumb trying to find it because they have it digitally saved. To me, is that digital hoarding when you can't find something right away and things aren't that efficient? Uh, You know, uh, just to religiously keep something because uh, you think you'll use it again, is that really efficient? Is that what needs to be done? I think there's some things in the long run here as we continue to go on in this digital age And with the information that's required with an HOA, we need to ask ourselves, what information do I really need to keep? Why do I need to keep it? And how long do I need to keep it as well? I think there's a number of things we could think about here, but uh, I just wanted to introduce this uh, topic today. I think it's something we'll be talking about in future shows. But By that music, I can tell we're at the end of our time. So I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. And uh, join me here next Saturday on Where You Live.
3: From Elk River to the Congo River and Cannon Falls to Niagara Falls, we go where you go. Stream AM-1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
9: Don't we all want a strong academic foundation for our kids and grandchildren? United Christian Academy provides a Christ-centered education rich in history and legacy. UCA offers pre-K through 12th grade students the opportunity to cultivate the mind, engage the heart, and equip themselves to make a positive impact on the world. Our non-denominational school fosters life-affirming classes, various electives, and a wide range of sports and activities. Set up a tour today. Visit UCAThunder.org. That's UCAThunder.org.
6: Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com.
1: That's worshiphousemedia.com. A division of Salem Media. AM 1280, The Patriot. is.